Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, hello everyone. This is Suzanne Knabernicol from Police Science Doctor. Today I'm bringing to you Police Science Snippets number 114. What is Police Science Doctor? It's a website where I try to bring the research that is relevant to the law enforcement, intelligence, military and policing community and take that to the actual communities that need that research but don't usually have access to that research or don't have the time to go through the research. What I do with the police science snippets that I broadcast to you here live every Tuesday is I go through lots of research findings, most of them very recently um, released, actually, and I see which of these could actually be practical and actionable to use straight away. A lot of research is either very specifically niche or it's not very um, concrete and it's not very actionable. So I try to find three bits that I think you can use in some way straight away. Um, and this is because police science doctor is basically the bridge between research findings and practice. If you hear lots of squeaking and munching in the background, it's not me, it's um, guinea pigs. We had a surprise yesterday. A guinea pig was born very surprisingly, very unexpectedly. So that one day old is currently whizzing around the enclosure. Um, so let's get to the police science snippets. You don't want to hear about the guinea pigs. The snippet for today, the first one for today is about child maltreatment and empathy. So does child maltreatment and empathy so does child mal maltreatment decrease or increase later empathy? So if you're the victim of child maltreatment, how does that impact your empathy in later life? In general, mal general maltreatment and its subtypes, for example, emotional neglect, physical neglect, physical abuse, and sexual abuse are associated with reduced empathy. Parent training and empathy enhancement programs should be designed to help children with a history of childhood maltreatment, respectively, from an early age. So if you're dealing with a case where you know that a child has been neglected, maltreated, abused, or otherwise not treated correctly in some way, don't think that the job stops at dealing with the perpetrator. Okay, we also need to put something in place for the child and put some support around the child to make sure that they develop the necessary skills to be much more well-rounded people um, with better empathy than they would be otherwise in later life. Second snippet for today is about facial features and promotion. Just as in other industries, an officer's chances of success at promotion can often be correctly predicted by their facial features. A study found that perceived facial traits of attractiveness, trustworthiness, masculinity, and secureness predict inferred leadership ability. So this is only inferred leadership ability. So we need to make sure that we try not to be distracted by somebody who looks very edge-faced, masculine, secure, they might not be competent. They might just look competent, competent. So we need to make sure we do rely fully on how somebody is performing. Um, and I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that the test that I used or the assessment that is used is actually effective, but I'm saying is, <clears throat> what I'm saying is we can't be distracted by how someone looks. And the third and last snippet for today is about psychopathic traits and sentencing. Regardless of either defendant or juror gender, psychopathic traits, so that's in the defendant, have an impact on sentencing recommendations made by the jurors. Participants prescribed harsher punishments and hold more negative perceptions of a defendant with psychopathic traits than a defendant without these traits. So they tested with this with jurors who are female, um, 
and defendants who are female, jurors who are female, defendant male, and you know all the diets that you could have there. And gender did not seem to have an impact. However, the presence or absence did have seem to have an impact. So these were the science snippets for today. I hope that you found these useful in some way. And um, as usual, I wish you a fantastic week and I'll see you again next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the email list and you'll actually get the full snippet. Um, you'll get the snippets emailed to you and you can click on the links and get to the actual original research. And you also get access to the um, read page on the PolyScience Doctor website where you get um, access to all the PDFs. You can download all the PDFs from the previous 113 PolyScience snippets if you want and build up yourself, build a library that you can then always refer back to. Just Google police science, go to police science doctor, and um, then enter your, your email and your details into the form that either pops up or that you can find at the bottom of every page. And I'll see you again next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam, this is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.